So, Lord willing, next week, Pastor Todd's going to be back. So, just want to let you guys know. <laughs> Woo! Um, so, today, you know, I was thinking about what I want to preach about today. And I had something come on my heart because I actually saw a really cool video. I won't go too much into it, but I just saw a really cool video. And it made me think of the idea of, you know, blindsided. Um, it made me think about throwing stones. How many times I throw stones in my own life? How many times do I take shots at people? How many times do I, do I go about something not with the right heart, but I say I am going out with the right heart? And, you know, it made me think about, um, man, I always think I'm the one standing with Jesus, and I'm not. And that's why I wanted to come up here and talk about it today, because I think it's important to see that as, a, as the church with a capital C, what are we supposed to be showing the world? We're supposed to be showing them our love for one another. That's how we separate ourselves from them. But we so often get caught up in just biting each other. So I wanted to give you guys some examples of just in Christianity throwing stones at each other. You know, when you are, when you are going to somebody and say, you go, hey, this hurt me. And they say they get defensive, right? Do you guys give them the patience to understand that it's hard to hear that sometimes? Or do you go, why are you getting defensive? Why are you getting defensive? Or flip it the other way around. What if someone comes to you and says, hey, you hurt me. Are you the one who's defensive? Do you switch back and forth? Do you flip it all the time? I think our faith can be very flippant at times. Again, I mentioned this a second ago, but a lot of the time, especially in Christianity, man, we just think that we're the ones standing with Jesus when we're not. We're the ones, when, it, when you think about the story, which I'll, I'll bring up the verse here in a second, but when you think about the story of the prostitute and Jesus goes and says, hey, whoever has, you know, whoever has the, no sin, cast the first stone. <laughs> when you think about that story, we're so often the ones who are in the crowd saying, yeah, I'm going to throw this stone, or we're the ones sitting there going, please don't stone me. We're never the ones with Jesus. Those are the only two places we're in. So I wanted to bring up John 8, 7 uh, and through 9. So it's John 8, 7 through 9. It says, when they, when they presented questioning him, when they persisted in questioning him, he stood up and said to them, the one without sin among you should be the first to throw a stone at her. Then he stooped down again and continued writing on the ground. When they heard this, they left one by one, starting with the older men. Only he was left with the woman in the center. And the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because it is so wrong for us to think that we are the ones standing with Jesus in that moment. He was the only one that could handle that situation. It reminds me of my own sin. That's why it's so convicting. That's why I wanted to bring it up. This also reminds me, going into my next verse here, it's Galatians 5, 13 through 15. It says, For you are called to be free, brothers. Only don't use this freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but serve one another through love. For the entire law is fulfilled in one statement. Love your neighbor as yourself, but if you bite and devour one another, watch out, or you'll be consumed by one another. How often do we mistake the opportunity to love people? Oh, man, this is, this is really good. 
if we don't seize the opportunity to love, we will, we will fill it with hate. That's what we'll do. If we don't take that opportunity that says in that verse to love people, there's no other option. We'll just fill it with hate in some form. There's so much arrogance in our hearts. There's arrogance in my heart. There's arrogance in all your hearts, if I'm honest. And this applies to people who have self-hatred. It still applies to you. If I'm, you know, talking about my life for a second, you know, I'm a guy who does struggle with self-hatred a lot. I'll try to use that excuse. Well, I don't like myself, so therefore, you know, I can get a pass on these things when I don't love people correctly, when I don't, when I don't go about things with the right heart. Well, it's just because I hate myself. I'm not capable. That's just the same. The church consumes each other. You know, I mentioned it earlier, but we're supposed to be an example. We're supposed to be an example to the world of how to love each other. And we're so often spending so much time biting at each other. We're spending so much time nipping out each other's ankles. Like we can't even trust each other. We can't have conversations with each other. The Bible says, go to your brother if, if, if you've sinned against him or if you think if, or if he sinned against you. It's both ways for a reason. And we don't do it. <laughs> we don't. You know, I think a lot of you in this room consume each other. I think you use each other. I think that when it comes to trusting each other, you don't want to trust each other. And you know what's cool? I'll give you guys a little bit of credit. You know, this place is cool because we come from a background of a lot of broken people. But that doesn't excuse the fact that we, we ignore the Bible when it comes to this. We do. We ignore it. We think that we can take our feelings and that can trump the Bible. So therefore, if, I, if I'm hurt, then I can just lash out. Or if I'm hurt, then I can just ignore people's truth. They can just tell me that they can tell me the Bible, but I'm not going to listen. And this brings me to another part, uh, causing people to stumble. This is Matthew 18.6. It says, but whoever causes the downfall of one of these little ones who believes in me, it would be better for him if a heavy millstone were hung around his neck and were drowned in the depths of the sea. I want you guys to read that again real quick. Just read it. You actually hear what it's saying. How often do you blindly or even intentionally cause someone to stumble? I know you have. You can sit here and try to use the excuse of, I didn't mean to, but you know you did. In those moments when you're, when you're I don't know, calling somebody a name, there's so many examples. When you, decide to, when you decide to look at a message and then don't respond to it, you know, those are just small ones, but they still count. They add up. It's a sin. And you must repent of it. And I know that we like to give justifications for not repenting either. I know we do. Are you able to push aside your own justification for why you do the things you do? For why you don't repent of your sins? You know what's interesting is <laughs> it says that we must pick up our cross every single day and carry it. And somehow I think we've, we've managed to believe that there's going to be days where we don't sin. Like, we are somehow, we've somehow mastered the idea of, hey, yeah, I know I, I can pick up my cross every day, and maybe once a week, that's when I struggle. Once a week, that's when I, I, I sin. And maybe I'll repent for that. 
but you're ignoring the other six days in the week that I know something happens. I don't think you guys are conscious a lot of the time. You're not awake to what's happening, what you're doing. Think about it for a second. What kind of justifications do you guys tell yourselves? I kind of want to go back to arrogance for a minute because I think we have a lot of arrogant people, and I'm one of them. I think we tend to think that because we've been, quote, doing this for a while, however long that is in your life, whether it, you know, you're, been, you've been a Christian for, I don't know, say two years, or you say you've been one for 40 years. It doesn't really matter. I think you naturally develop arrogance over time. I think that you guys think you're above, you're above repentance sometimes. What's the gospel? What's it for then if you're above it? If you're above sin, what, why do we need the gospel for? It's short today. I know. It's really short today. <laughs> but I want you guys to really think about this for a second. How often do you guys blindside people, throwing stones at them? How often do you just, you don't even think about it. How much is it just a knee-jerk reaction to just throw it? Do you even see it? Do you even think about it? Well, today's the day to think about it. There's no other time. Mandy's going to come up and play some music. Where are you guys today? I can tell you something right now. Everything that I talked about applies to every single one of you to some extent. You just have to open your eyes to see it. We're all guilty. We're all guilty of sin every single day. Why even justify that we go a day without sin. It's like spitting in the face of the gospel, honestly. It really is. Why do we not go to each other? Why is it that when we go to each other, we get upset? Today is a day to reflect and ask yourself, why? Why? But don't stop there. Don't stop at why. Why don't you guys allow God to actually move in your lives? Allow him to actually move. Don't just stop at the why. Why don't you ask God to do something? Why it doesn't matter if you know all the answers. It really doesn't. You're sinful. <laughs> and the only thing that you need to do is repent. Repent to God and say, God, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to keep doing all these little things that stack up and then I wonder why I'm miserable. You don't have to stay there, guys. I want to tell you guys the gospel. Like I said, if, if there's no sin, why, why even have a gospel? But there is sin, and you do it every day. So here's the gospel. God created everything. It was perfect. We decided that we wanted to not listen to God. We wanted to say, hey, we want to be God. Not, we don't want to listen to you, God. So we sinned, and that, so then sin was born. We went against God. At that moment, God could no longer be with us because God, God is perfect, God is all good, and we decided to sin. Sin is not good, couldn't be together anymore. So he sent Jesus Christ down in the flesh. He taught us how to live. 
He died, raised back three days later. And when he did that, he did an incredible thing. He took every single one of your sins, your past sins, your present sins, and your future sins. He's taken all of them. That moment that he died and then he defeated death, he's taken it all. And you have an opportunity today to repent of the sins. And in that, when you repent, in that, when you repent and you allow yourself to actually, man, sit still in the gospel, there is a peace that you do not understand, man. You don't understand it until you actually rest in it. He offers you eternal life. Romans says that if you confess with your lips and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, you'll be saved, period. That's all you got to do today. I don't know where you guys are at. I don't know if there's someone in there that doesn't know Jesus, but I can tell you right now that if you don't, today's an opportunity for you. Mandy's going to be playing some music. There's going to be people up front to pray with you. And even if you do know Jesus, if you are a Christian, today's a day to, like I said, reflect. You can ask him why, but why don't you come up and ask for prayer? Why don't you? How do we not have a lot of people coming up here? It's because you're prideful. You don't want to ha- you don't want to deal with it. You want to have the control. You'd rather deal with it yourself. Be different today. Be different. Why come here if you just want to come here and hear a message and go home and not change anything? That's not Christianity. That's not Jesus Christ. So I encourage you all to really reflect today. Be different. Get some prayer. We need it. You can't do this by yourself. You can't. Because I know all of you here right now that have tried to do it yourselves, you already know it ain't going well. It's not. So I encourage you to come up and get some prayer. Thank you so much, guys. Be different today. I love you all.